the press, the press, the press. Guys, I want to say welcome back to Hot Topics. If you have not had a chance to see some of the footage on the Tyree Nichols tragedy, um, I'm going to cover that this evening. And um, I don't want to shed any light on the fact that most people are saying, well, these were five black officers who did this. And they're saying a lot is saying that I'm hearing in the, in the news coverage is saying, you know, well, you know, with it being five black officers, does it make a difference? No, they're officers. No matter what shade tone their skin has, they're officers. And when you hear a little bit of the footage that Don Lemon did this morning with the chief there in Memphis, chief of police there, she illustrated something very, very strong and bold that you don't hear men doing because most men may feel they're coward to their fellow comrades. Well, I say to say, uh, you know, um, you, 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 you're weak. Very, very weak. You can't stand up for what's right and do what's right. You're weak. It's beyond sad. It's beyond, you know, disbelief. It's beyond, you know, I can't believe this has happened. Um, people, the only ones that's going to make a change to this is us. I don't know if you really, truly, truly understand when things like this happens, somebody has to take the fall. And the police departments right now, along with the Democrats, Republicans, the presidents, they all, you know, well, we need more police officers. We need more police officers. And even the chief has stated, even though there was almost like eight or nine police officers, when you see this video clip, you'll see it. She stated, had a supervisor been there, maybe that had made the difference. Had another one been there? There was eight or nine, maybe ten cops there already. We needed one more. That was the only disagreement I had with the chief. But I'm going to let you guys listen to it. This is first Don Lemon had the interview with the chief of police out there. And then he had uh, the interview with Tyree Nichols' parents. First, I'm going to let you hear what he had to say with the chief. Live now by the Memphis Police Chief, CJ Davis. Thank you, Chief, for joining us. I Thank really you. appreciate it. I'm going to wear my glasses so that because I have very specific things I want to ask you about the charges. These five officers have now been charged with second degree murder and the death of Tyree Nichols. What's your reaction to these very serious charges? Well, I expected serious charges. I really did. Actually, the charges that were placed, or at least the administrative charges, were probably the most severe that I've seen in my career, but they were absolutely appropriate. 
and I knew that the next step would be in the hands of the DA's office, so I am not surprised. These were pretty um, extraordinary measures, I must say, in all the times that I've been covering these types of incidents, to fire the officers and to charge them so strictly. Does that speak to what we're going to see on that videotape when it is released after 7 p.m. Eastern? Uh, absolutely. I think that, you know, it also speaks to the fact that, you know, over the last several years, we have all talked about police legitimacy, you know, and police reform. And I think it's really important that in instances like this, when they are serious, when they are, when they are, they do arise to that level where a person's constitutional rights have been violated, their civil rights have been violated, that we act and we act swiftly. Mm -hmm. When did you first learn about this incident, Chief? Um, it was probably about four o'clock in the morning. That previous, the, the, the previous day, eight o'clock at night, nine o'clock, this incident occurred. About four o'clock in the morning, I learned of the incident, and uh, it was just a strange uh, summary of what occurred on a traffic stop. And uh, I decided to go in the office and meet with the individuals that had information that I could take a look at it, even though at that time, uh, Tyree was in the hospital, uh, but still, because he had injuries that that just I just didn't understand. It was incomprehensible to me. Um, we came in the office and uh, decided to take a look that Sunday morning, and it was alarming. That's when you Sunday morning is when you first saw the video. That's absolutely right. And then when you saw it, what was your reaction? Um, I was I was outraged. I was, um, it was incomprehensible to me. It was unconscionable. And um, I, I felt that I needed to do something and do something quickly. Uh, I don't think I've witnessed anything of that nature in my entire career. Really? Really. That bad? It was that bad. What are we going to see then? Um, you, you're gonna see acts that defy humanity. You're going to see um, a disregard for life, um, duty of care um, that we're all sworn to, and um, a level of physical uh, interaction that is above and beyond what is required in law enforcement. And, um, and I'm sure that, you know, as I said before, that individuals watching will feel what the family felt. And if you don't, then you're not a human being. And we Did y'all check what she just said? Individuals watching this will feel what the family felt. And if you don't, you're not a human being. We keep asking that same question to ourselves. When will this stop? When will it stop? all are human beings and um, I think there will be a measure of sadness as well how long do these incidents go on we heard from the district attorney yesterday and from the head of the TBI that there were two separate incidents right yes how long do they go on and when when what was the worst part of it because it, it has been said that the officers became charged yes during the second incident that they got more riled up well, from the very beginning, to me, they were riled up. You know, uh, I don't think they were as amped up as they were on the second, uh, at the second um, scene, but just the stop, the nature of the stop, um, very aggressive, loud, you know, um, communication. And it was, it just rose from there. It as, as I take a pause right here, ladies and gentlemen, she doesn't sound like the normal police chief that we normally see on TV when something catastrophic like this happens. When a tragedy like this happens, she's not the normal chief. She sounds like a human. She sounds like a, a, a lady of a officer who took her job serious to protect and serve. Think about it. Related from there. Um, Mr. Nichols was able to uh, get away from these officers and um, they found him again uh, at another location. And at that point, 
uh, there was an there was an, an amount of aggression that uh, is unexplainable you know in any instance uh, where, where you're apprehending someone even in the worst situations when there is resistance officers still have the responsibility to exercise care and regard for any individual that's in custody or they're attempting to apprehend and they're trained to do that and to de-escalate um, and to de-escalate and th that's a piece i think that is in question but i think the escalation was there from the officers before training even needed to come in as it relates to de-escalate i'm gonna stop right here for a second art barry thank you for the comment um and watching from toronto uh garrett whitmore you 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 placed the question yes racism isn't a fact here yes racism is as i stated earlier um you know you don't have to be a different color to have bias towards someone racism doesn't just mean that you know it has to be a different color these dudes have a code no matter what shade of their skin tone is they're on the police force there's a code there a code and i'm gonna spill one bean for you gary so maybe you'll keep watching and you'll see seven days after tyree nichols was killed by officers a white gentleman had interactions with police officers there in memphis he spat in the police officer's face fought with the police officers he's still alive he didn't go to no hospital either i digress the escalation was already at a high level so you're saying they did everything wrong Not, nothing that you, you think this was outside of their training everything oh absolutely so absolutely. you mentioned you said the nature of the stop yes. can we talk about the nature of the stop yes. why why what was the nature why was he stopped well, um, I'm going to be honest with you about the stop itself. Uh, what is what was said was that there was um, a witnessing of what was considered reckless driving. Um, we've looked at cameras, we've looked at body worn cameras, and even if something occurred prior to this stop, we've been unable to substantiate that at this time. Um, not, so you, you haven't been able to. To substantiate a reckless, the reckless, the reckless driving at not, all. No, we have not been able to substantiate the reckless driving. And that was why he was supposedly stopped. That was why he was supposedly stopped in the very beginning. And that was the that was a concern. So, uh, of course, in an investigation, we began to look at what was the probable cause for the stop? Where were the cameras? Was there um, some evidence uh, on the body camera, on other cameras along those thoroughfares? And we've taken a, a pretty uh, extensive look to determine, you know, what that probable cause was. And we have not been able to substantiate that. It doesn't mean that something something didn't happen, that but the there's cameras, no proof. There's no, that the cameras didn't pick up. That the cameras didn't pick up. So before the incident, you're looking at other cameras, other surveillance right. cameras around the city? Around the city other thoroughfares, you know, even business cameras, any uh, video footage that we could potentially pick up to see what occurred prior to this stop. The information that we have right now of, based on what we could observe is the stop itself and the first officer exiting his vehicle. And you'll see that on the body worn camera. And at that time, the officers were already you know, aggressive and impact. And, mm -hmm. and so you haven't found anything that's to substantiate the probable cause for reckless driving. Not at this time. And this was just within a couple hundred feet of his home. That's right. Of his home. That's right. Eight okay. blocks away. Okay. Um, the, 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 he was apprehended by uh, the Scorpion unit, which was launched under your leadership in yes. 2021. Yes. Um, were they part of a street crimes unit? There was no... Were they looking for some other crime other than... Reckless Absolutely. driving for, from Terry Nichols? Absolutely. Well, you know, the, the Scorpion Unit, the acronyms, Street Crimes Operations to Restore Peace okay. in Our Neighborhoods. The whole concept was based on the fact that we had an outcry because of three years of violence in the city. You know, um, 
numbers of violent crimes, robberies, homicides, aggravated assaults. And this is one of three teams whose uh, primary responsibility is to reduce gun violence, to um, be visible in communities, and, um, and to also impact the rise in the crime, basically out of, out, out of an outcry from the community. We had record numbers in 2021, 346 homicides. So this unit was put together and they had great success, believe it or not, um, last year uh, was the first year in a long time that we had reductions. So, is this an indication of a failure in that unit? Uh, this is an indication that there is uh, a gap somewhere in that unit. My observation is that, you know, we have several contributing factors. Uh, we train and we retrain these officers, just like specialized units around the country. These officers in working in specialized units, you always need to make sure that the supervision is there and present. Do you fear that they have done something like this in the past? Do you have any evidence of that? Well, we don't have evidence at this particular time and looking at their disciplinary packages. However, we're taking a deeper dive into um, previous arrests, previous video camera footage. We also reached out to the IACP who is, who is who will work with the Department of Justice. We've asked the IACP and the Department of Justice to come in and take a look at our specialized units. We don't- Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna take a pause there with uh, the police chief. She said some very, very interesting things. Number one, she stood up for the fact of forced humanity. She stood up for the wrong that one did, whether it was her own, uh, police officers or the person who should have been apprehended and maybe brought into jail for whatever reason. He shouldn't have been brought into jail, number one. I mean, if it's a routine traffic stop, give him his ticket or whatever, send him on his way. He kept asking, as, as you listen, I'm, I'm not gonna spill the beans. I'm, go I'm gonna only let you hear the audio of what happened. But before that, ladies and gentlemen, please buckle up. Because what you get ready to see right now, it may, it, what you're about to see right now, the video, the interview Don Lemon uh, had this morning with Tyree's mother and father and attorney Ben Crump. Hold your loved ones that you're sitting beside. That's all I can say to you. Hold them. Here you go. I am joined now by Ravon and Rodney Wells, the parents of of um, Mr. Nichols here and of Tyree Nichols and also Benjamin Crump, the family attorney. I thank you so much for joining us. Thank I really you, appreciate sir. you. I don't know how you're holding up and able to do this under these circumstances, but we're certainly grateful that you're here. Thank you. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing as well as can be expected. It's very difficult right now. I'm still trying to understand all of this and trying to wrap my head around all of this. It's still like a nightmare right now. So, I just, can I just be honest. Listen, just conducting this interview, like, I'm a mama's boy. I was also a skater, so mm -hmm. you know, I was a skater, skateboarder growing up, um, and so you know, I just can't imagine my mother dealing with this when you walked in you said don i'm not very good at this and i said i got you mm -hmm. what do you mean you're not very who would be good at this exactly who would be good at this i don't know because this is very difficult this is very difficult yeah. yes ladies and gentlemen as you come in if you have a comment that you'd like to share please uh type your comment in and i will put them up periodically i may not say anything just put them up the families, the neighborhood, the city, the county, the state of Tennessee, they need to hear from all of us. They need to hear that we care. So if you will, as you come in, I may not call your name out and it's, and it's not uh, by meanness, but if you will, just as uh, Ms. Sloan did here, leave a comment. Some I may read, some I may not, but I'll try my best to put all comments up on the screen as they appear. Thank you. How you doing, Dad? 
I'm hanging in there. You know, I have to be strong for the family. So we have other siblings that we have to be strong for also. Did you hear the chief? Yes. What did you think? I respected what she said. She's doing an excellent job, I feel. Um, she's moving things along, and I just, I like what she's doing. She said that there has been nothing, that no evidence that they have found so far to substantiate why the officers stopped Tyree Nichols. No evidence so far. What did you make of that? God, I think it's telling because there's so much videotape America's about to see over an hour long video from a pole camera that catches a lot of the tragedy. All this body cam footage. If Tyree was driving reckless, we should see it. We're not saying that they're lying, but we should see it. And the fact that they can't show it to us further underscores why this was so unnecessary. Hmm. So unnecessary. I have to say this. Because, like Miss Wells said, how swiftly they moved in Memphis and how swiftly the district attorney brought charges against these five black police officers. This is now the blueprint for America. When you see officers committing crimes on video, mm -hmm. then you can't tell us that you got to go six months, you got to go a year. No, when it was these black officers, we saw it move swiftly. And so think about all the ones we covered, Don. I mean, the Tamir Rices, mm -hmm. the Michael Browns, uh, Ahmad, all these cases took so long. For now, ladies and gentlemen, don't get mad at Ben Crump for what he's stating. He's only stating the truth. And as the chief said earlier, if you have, if you are human, you you will have compassion towards this. Tyree shouldn't have died. Had reform actually take place. Had a federal law been placed after George Floyd. George probably shouldn't be dead as well. There's too many before what's going on now that instead of waiting six months, a year, and then giving them lesser charges, brushing, you know, giving them desk duty, light duty, uh, suspended with pay. No, come on, man. Don't fault, don't, don't fault Ben for what he's stating. Don't fault him. Lando could steal for them to charge. But here in Memphis, we now have the blueprint that it can be done swiftly and efficiently. You're shaking your head agreement and you're saying yes. Yes. Why? Because um, just the way they move so fast, I don't understand why they couldn't do that in other cases, but just to know that they moved as fast as they did lets us know that it can be done. You wanted first-degree murder charges? Yes. You didn't get that? No. The charges that were filed against those officers are good charges. Those are the charges that I feel will stick. And so I'm happy with the charges that the district attorney has set forth. 20 days since this happened. Yes. Without your baby. Yes. Yes, this is hard. No, I don't have my baby. I'll never have my baby again. But I do know that he was a good person and that all this, all the good in Tyree will come out. And so that's what keeps me going because I just feel like my son was sent here on assignment from God and his assignment is was over, it's over. And he was sent back home and God is not going to let any of his children's names go in vain. So when this is all over, it's going to be some good and some positive because my son was a good 
and positive person. Her son was a skateboardist and a photographer. He loves skateboarding and he's a photographer. Let that sink in. Mm -hmm. And that's what keeps me going. Have you gotten any sleep? Not really, but it's what it is. Mom, when did you first learn about this? How did you hear? The Memphis Police Department banged on our door approximately around between 8.30 and 9 o'clock asking if I knew Tyree Nichols. And we said, yes, what's going on? He's been arrested. Arrested for what? DUI. DUI? My son don't drink like that. What do you mean DUI? Well, we had to pepper spray him and tase him, so he's being attended to by the paramedics and we'll send him to the hospital. And then after that, he'll go to booking. What? They then asked me, was he on any type of drugs or anything of that nature? Because he was. they were saying that it was so difficult to put the handcuffs on him and he had this amount of energy, superhuman energy and What they were describing was not my son, so I was very confused. I asked if I can go to the hospital. They told me no. They left. My husband and I, we got in our car and we went to go see if we could find Ty because he wasn't answering his phone or anything. When I asked them where my son was, they said nearby. Nearby? What is nearby? I got nothing from them. I think now that I'm actually putting things together, I believe they were trying to cover it up when they first came to my door. Mm -hmm. So around 4 o'clock in the morning, The doctors called from St. Francis and said, Mrs. Wells, do you know your son's in the hospital? And I said, yes. I was advised by the police officers. He said, why aren't you here? And I said, the police officers said that I couldn't come because he was under arrest. The doctor proceeded to tell me that my son had went into cardiac arrest and that his kidneys were failing. Mm -hmm. This doesn't sound consistent to somebody being tased or pepper sprayed. Mm -hmm. When my husband and I got to the hospital and I saw my son, he was already gone. They had beat him to a pulp. He had bruises all over him. His head was swollen like a watermelon. His neck was busting because of the swelling ladies and gentlemen we'll pause there what does that put you in the mind of <clears throat> emmett till it sounds like she's mainly till describing what her son looked like emmett till when mamie demanded to have her son's cash open so the world could see what they had done to her baby that's the same description Miss Wells just gave about her son, Tyree. They broke his neck. My son's nose looked like an S. They actually just beat the crap out of him. And so when I saw that, I knew my son was gone then. Even if he did live, he would have been a vegetable. So. Once I got to the hospital, all the police officers were basically whisked out because I heard that the TBI had taken over the investigation. And that was it.
They spoke to us, asked a bunch of questions. But I knew something wasn't right. I just didn't understand why they stopped my son in the first place. You said that you thought from the initial time when they contacted you that they were trying to cover up. Why did you think that? Well, I didn't think that initially as I started getting information and information was coming to me because they made it seem like the stop and the start, the start and the stop of the was at a certain location mm -hmm. when actually they were less than 80 feet from my home. You talked about what you saw. Now, I hate to bring this up, but I just have to be honest. You know Emmett Till? Yes. Mm. It's reminiscent of that. I haven't seen the video. I'm talking about what you saw when you went to the hospital. Oh, yes. 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 That was, that was terrible. Dad, would you, you agree with that? Oh, most definitely. Because I'm the one who took the picture that's being circulated. And I took the picture because he was in such horrific condition. Um, he shouldn't have been in that condition from pepper spray and tasting. He was never conscious. Never. No. You said, no. You said you believe if he lived, he would have been a vegetable. Yes. Um, the last words on that video that America's going to hear, and Miss Wells, he calls out for you three times. Mm -hmm. Good wrenching screams for his See. mom. Mm. Go ahead, Mom. That was my baby. Mm. He was a mama's boy. That boy loved me to death. He has my name tattooed on his arm. People don't know what those five police officers did to our family. And they really don't know what they did to their own families. Exactly. They have put their own families exactly. in harm's way. They have brought shame to their yeah. own families. Exactly. They brought shame to the black community. Exactly. I just feel sorry for, I feel sorry for them. I really do. I really feel sorry for them. Why do you say that? Because they didn't have to do this. And like I said, they brought a lot of shame to their own family. Once you see this video, and I know I didn't see it, but from what I hear, it's horrific. And the humanity of it all, where was the humanity? They beat my son like a piñata, mm -hmm. my son, he was, he had Crohn's disease, he had surgery in, in 2013, my son weighed a buck 50, he was 6'3", and he weighed a buck 50, and those men, if you combine their weights, they all, it was over a thousand pounds, beating and beating a 150 pound person to death. Because that's what they did. They beat my son to death. He cried out for his mom. Yes. Yes, he cried out for me, because I'm his mother. And that's what he was trying to get home to safety. And it was funny. I was in the room earlier and my stomach started. Y'all, please listen to this part right here, what she's getting ready to say. Please, y'all, please. For those who just don't believe how a parent could love their child so much they can feel when they're child something's wrong with their child listen to this very closely yes he cried out for me because i'm his mother and that's what he was trying to get home to safety and it was funny i was in the room earlier and my stomach started hurting so bad 
And I went into the den. I told my husband, my stomach is hurting so bad. And once I found out what happened, it was just the fact that I was huh. feeling my son's pain. Huh. I was feeling my son's pain when they were beating him to death. I ask you guys, why are we sitting on the fences and allowing these politicians and these police departments to continue to keep doing this? Without violence, we can make the change. Let's do it, y'all. Come on. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> you said that you felt sorry for them. Where does that come from, Mom? nature I just feel sorry for them because they did something horrendous and I don't know I don't know you said they brought shame on themselves their family and you brought they brought shame on the black community can you speak to these are all black officers People try to say, black people, we only try to go after white officers. That's not true. We don't care what color the officer is. We want bad officers taken off the force. We know there's a lot of great officers. I know officers. Mm -hmm. But there are bad officers, too. And those are the ones that we need to get rid of. Because all these kids that are dying and being killed at the hands of police officers, their parents pay taxes. They're paying their salaries. And then they have to be murdered by a person who's they're paying their salaries. That's not right. Why is it that black and brown kids always get beat up when they are encountered with the police? We just had an incident in Memphis right after my son. Y'all listen to this now. Listen to what she said. Listen close. Their salaries, that's not right. Why is it that black and brown kids always get beat up when they are encountered with the police? We just had an incident in Memphis right after my son with the white guy who spit on police officer. They didn't beat him to death. Why? And I'm not saying they're supposed to, but why? They ran. They didn't get beat up. I don't care what color police officer, you, but by them being black, it hurt the black community. You think there's a bias built into the system of regardless of what yes. color the officer is? Yes. What would you say to these officers, Mom? I would say to these officers that you have to show some compassion to people. We all know that a lot of these police officers intimidate black people in order for them to do something. They're waiting for them to do something. Mm -hmm. And they need to learn that Everyone is human and everyone should be treated with respect. Yes. She didn't see the video. You saw the video. Yes. What are we going to see, Rodney? Uh, from the initial encounter. Um, you can't even look that way when he talks about the video. No. I, I didn't want her to I didn't want her to see the video or hear the video. Um, it was our attorney's request 
that she could stay in there as long as she could. Um, she heard one word and had to leave out the room. And that was when they initially was pulling him out the car, he said, what did I do? I knew that's what he said. He said, what did I do? Why are y'all doing this to me? What did I do? And they proceeded to snatch him out of the car and was trying to wrestle him to the ground. And he got scared. So he was athletic enough to get out of their situation and run. And he was trying to run home because we were he was three blocks from the house when they stopped him. Um, so after the initial encounter, we didn't see everything because actually when the body cam started, mm -hmm. they were already engaged. Um, and then there was the second body cam, with the, the uh, sky cam, that um, videoed the encounter. And when I saw the police officer, you know, they have this little, like, stick, uh, this metal thing that they pull out. Yeah, pull out, like uh -huh. an antenna. Uh, like an antenna, right. exactly. Retractable. Yes, and I saw them pull that out and started beating my son with it. Um, I saw officers hitting on him. I saw officers kicking him. One officer kicked him like he was kicking a football a couple of times. <laughs> I want you guys to hold tight. Um, we're going to see the second portion of that video and what he's describing right now is actually what you're going to witness. Once again, if you will, please uh, leave comments in the uh, comment section. Show the family that you care. Show the family that you, 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 they, they have love near and far and that we care because we don't want to see this happen to another family, to another, uh, Tyree. To another Wales family. We don't want to see this no more. And we're willing to stand up. Stand up right now, ladies and gentlemen, and show the family that you're there for them and that you care. In about three minutes, you'll be watching. So please hold tight. You'll be watching the actual beating of the police on Tyree Nichols. And, uh, but the most. The most telling thing about the video to me was the fact that it was maybe 10 officers on the scene and nobody tried to stop it or even after they beat him and, and they popped him up against a car, no one rendered aid to him whatsoever. They walked around smoking cigarettes like it was all calm and like, you know, bragging about what happened. And, for an hour of video. Yes. And he, you saw him just sitting there. He was sitting there, and then he slumped over. And an officer walked over to him and said, Sit back up, mother MF, you know. And while he's handcuffed. So he had to, they popped him back up, and he slumped over again. And they popped him back up again. But no one was rendering aid. I saw some... Uh, fire department people come out there and they just walked around nobody showed him any aid and they supposed to be uh, trained in first aid um, by the time the paramedic truck pulled up that's when we couldn't see anything because the paramedic truck blocked the camera so I was told that the lady who was driving the paramedic truck never got out let's stop right there police officer beats a person Walk around, smoke their cigarettes. Eight or nine, maybe ten officers there. No one gives this young man assistance. He's handcuffed, sitting up next to the police car, keeps uh, uh, slumping over. Fire department comes, they do nothing. Paramedics come, don't even get out the vehicle. Should more people other than those five officers be charged with some type of negligence? Just a thought. So it was, it was just, you know, to watch your son, as we state all the time, 150 pounds, how could he pose a threat 
to their lives to where they had to take his life. Unarmed. Unarmed. What's your message? My message is the same as my wife said. Hopefully from this situation that we have reformed, that police get better training, that, you know, I've heard from people because of this, where this particular unit, has, Scorpion. Scorpion unit, has beat up other people. But because they didn't die, it's not publicized. It's like they, it's, it's washed under the rug. You think more is going to come out then? I believe that more is going to come out. It's going to be a strong reaction down limit. <clears throat> after George Floyd, after so many of these tragedies, we pray for reform. Can I ask you something? She said her son came here on a mission. And she doesn't hate anybody. She feels sorry for them. Doing the work that you do, is there a lesson in it? You said this is a blueprint, should be a blueprint for around the country. So if that, what is the mission? What will accomplish the mission that she believes that her son was sent to this earth for and taken too quickly? And the prayer that I believe Ms. Wells is articulating is that this won't have to happen to other young black and brown children. We don't have to learn so many hashtags, Don Lemon. I don't have to keep talking to you on CNN week after every other week about yet another unarmed black person has been killed by police in a, a highly controversial manner. Hopefully, this institutional police culture that says it's okay to engage in excessive force against black and brown people will finally be dealt with. We won't continue to try to say that, oh, it's training. They can de-escalate just fine when it's white citizens. We see that all the time. But it's when it's black and brown citizens, no matter if the police are black, Hispanic, or white, they seem to do the most down limit. And so this is the blueprint from now. You know, Memphis Police Department terminated them immediately. The DA brought charges within 20 days. Now, when it's not black officers, we want to see the same type of justice. Mm -hmm. Mom? Yes. What you gonna miss about him the most? beautiful smile and just my son had a beautiful soul and he touched a lot of people and I always joke because he'll come in the house and he'll come in and say hello parents <laughs> I'll never hear that again I'll never cook for my son again mm. Mm. I'll never get a hug from my son again. Mm -hmm. I won't get anything from my son again. Mm -hmm. Just because some officers decided they wanted to do harm to my son. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, this is a very difficult thing. No mother should have to go through this. No mother. And I never thought in a million years that I would be sitting on your show speaking about my deceased son that was killed by the Memphis Police Department. You only get one mom. Mm. Yes. And I just, I don't even know what to say. I'm, I'm, it's just so you know. I said I was a skater growing up. My mom is with me now, visiting from Louisiana. Sure, her um, boyfriend, she found her dead on Christmas Eve. Oh and she's supposed to stay with me for two weeks. And now she's been with me for a month and she's <laughs> going to continue to stay with me. She's been cooking for me. So I relate to what's going on mm -hmm. to you, especially the black family. Mm -hmm. mm. Doesn't matter the race of the officer. No. No. No one deserves to be treated like that. No one. You can be co opted, no matter what race, by a system that is biased.
And I appreciate you saying that because the world should, doesn't matter the race of the officer. People just want to be treated with dignity mm -hmm. and fairness. Mm -hmm. And for a traffic stop, no one should have to die. Exactly. And I just want to say thank you to the district attorney because he's working very hard on this. And he was just elected in. And he's doing an excellent job as well as the chief of police. You know what's extraordinary? As painful as this is, you haven't heard this family espouse one ounce of hate. They continue to say, we just feel terrible that they did this to our child. So, right. That's Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ronnie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, I hate to, um, seems like maybe we went backwards in showing what we showed to you. <sighs> what I'm about to show to you now is the actual footage of the police officers beating Mr. The Wonderful, the Great, the Extraordinaire Tyree Nichols. <sighs> A man with so many gifts. Check it out. There is some, um, some, um, audio to this you'll be hearing that momentarily but let me put this up first as a warning since you know it's not that far into the video just letting you know that hey guys if you have any children around please remove your children i don't feel children should be seeing what uh, is about to be seen on the screen so if you will please remove your children and um use some some sort of compassion as you Continue to keep watching this here. With that saying, thanks. So I'm being told by our producers, again, we're watching this in real time, that there's no audio on this, but you do not need to listen to this because what we are seeing here is kick after kick. It looks like in the direction of Tyree Nichols's head. I was just at that intersection earlier tonight, and, and believe it or not, it is three houses away from where Tyree Nichols' parents live. He was running in the direction of his parents' house. This overhead camera here, it's called Sky Cop, and they're all around, oh, and it looks like an officer here has a baton. Looks like they're holding him up. Oh, man. The, the family described this video. They, they are literally holding him up. Oh. There's some violent punches being thrown. He, he's literally being held up and beaten with a baton and fists right to the face. I can count four officers on the scene right here. He does not appear at all to be resisting arrest. In fact, he appears to be lifeless at this point. An officer now on top of him, on his back it appears. Looks like another responding unit is in the area. Again, this is three houses away from where his parents live. We, we, we cannot escape that fact. This video coming from a camera they call Sky Cop here in Memphis attached to an, an electricity pole right above his, the neighborhood where his parents lived. It looked like another officer just came in and now, and now kickstart once again. I have two Memphis City Council members with me here. 
that have joined Top Story tonight. I, I thank you for your time, and I, I know it's not easy to come and, and, and speak on a live broadcast like this as we're watching this video in real time. How disappointing is this? Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to put words to it, but uh, the lack of regard for humanity and, and sanctity of life. These are the men and women that are entrusted to protect our community, and they're well-trained, and they exercise incredibly poor judgment would be an understatement. I think what is the evidence that is, at least at this part, that you just cannot dispute is that he was being held up and he was being hit with both a baton and fists. Yes. They're trained in techniques time and time again in order to get a, a, a suspect to comply. Um, and ultimately, what's so disappointing is that this was a reckless, uh, an alleged reckless driving charge in which somebody feared him for their life and ran, and they could have ended there. They had possession of his vehicle, and the entire incident, if you talk to a, a trained veteran, would have told you, we've got the car, we can find a suspect later, there's no need to chase him down. I think at this point, this is the point where both the Nichols family and their attorneys are saying first aid was not rendered. He's been beaten to a pulp from what we've seen on these cameras, clearly, with batons, with fists, with brutal kicks to the head and now he's being held up and no first aid is being rendered at this point he can't even stand up look he just he just slumped over there's just that's the hard part is officers both on both sides that are they're literally dragging they're literally dragging his body into the police car still prop him up here uh and wait uh for supporting units supervisor and eventually uh a fire department which has our emt unit um, it's going to take about 20 minutes before that e that ambulance arrives. 20 minutes before an ambulance arrives? Yes. So our officers failed in, in duty to intervene and duty to render, render aid, um, which is just a, 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 an abysmal failure of our policies and their training. The ironic part about all of this is that those cameras are placed there to prevent crimes, to capture crimes. And essentially that's what they did but it was a crime committed by police. And, right. no, and no one's above the law. And, and body-worn cameras, uh, cruiser cameras, and, and, and Skycock cameras are there to protect all parties. Family, um, what are we gonna do? Are we gonna sit back and wait till it happens to another mother's son? As Candy states, she says, as a mother of a son, my heart is saddened. That could be me. That could be your husband. That could be your father. That could next be your brother, your son. If you will, leave your comments in the comment section. Let the family know how much you care. Let them know that they have love afar. Let them know that we don't want this happening no more. And if there's any suggestions as to how this problem can be corrected put it in the comments there's something some people probably haven't even thought about doing your comment matters that's not a, a, a cliche but it does your comment matters your words matter your thought matter Tyree Nichols' life mattered and is no longer here. Y'all stay close. <sighs> Until next time. I hate to even, I hate, I, hate, I hate to even go at this point. Please, if you will, like, share this. Get this information out to as many people as you possibly know. We have to make a change. Until next time, Urban Voice Media will always be. Hot off the press. Off the press, off the press, off the press. Off the press.